Hello, beautiful people. You are listening to Limitless, the podcast on faith, life, and growth. And I'm your host, Ifeyu Amronike. If this is your first time listening, you are so welcome to the podcast. If this is not your first time listening, then you are welcome back to the podcast. I'm so blessed to have every single one of you guys listening here today. Over here on Limitless, we get into everything that involves living life as a young person in Christ. Last week, I launched episode one of season two and I thank you guys because there was so much engagement you guys really came in I could tell you guys were excited for this season and me too I'm also super excited for this season especially for the things that are to come I know God's going to do big things in my life in your life in our lives in Jesus name for listeners that are Nigerian I just want to say you guys please stay safe if you're going to vote that's awesome but please stay safe I do pray that there is peace peace will reign upon Nigeria in Jesus name we just don't need any drama um, for those of you who are not Nigerian, Nigeria is about to go through their presidential election on Saturday. And so eh, sometimes drama can surround that, but we're praying that this time around, God is in control. God is in control in Jesus' name. And then God will choose his candidates in Jesus' name. So um, yeah, guys, just stay safe. We are going to get into today's, into today's episode. And this episode, I would have done this in season one. But I just felt like I needed more information. I just needed more knowledge about it. Somebody that I know actually asked me about this. And it made me realize that I think this is actually something that is typical in the lives of most young Christians, which is the problem of intrusive thoughts. Intrusive being that you don't want to think these things. You don't want these things lingering in your mind, but they do happen to be there. What do you do about it? Because these thoughts aren't yours. You're not happy about them. You you feel uncomfortable. You feel sinful. You feel condemned because of these thoughts. What can we do? And that's what today's episode is about. So guys, let's get into today's episode. So I'm going to be honest with you guys. I was very reluctant to record this episode because I personally wanted to be in a place where I had fully overcome intrusive thoughts first before coming on here. Most of the time when I discuss topics on here, I want to get to a place where at least I'm confident enough to say, this is what I have overcome. This is what has worked for me. Here is what could work for you. Like I want to give knowledge that I have experienced as well. But there are going to be some cases, in fact, that happened in season one, some cases where I may still be going through things and God still wants me to share, to share. He still wants me to use the knowledge I have gained and the things people have taught me, the things I've heard, the things I've read and the journey I'm going on. But he still wants me to share that journey because within the journey, I'm still learning. I'm still, although I may not fully have a full grasp and nothing can come into my mind, I am fully guarded against the ways of the enemy. As much as I love that to be my testimony at the moment, it's currently not. It's currently not. But that doesn't mean I'm not still learning. That doesn't mean God is still not shaping me gradually. It's taken time but I am seeing progress. And so I still want to share that. And everything I'm saying is not based on my personal opinion. Of course, I have scriptures, um, things I've studied, what I've listened to, what I've read. And by the grace of God, as I am learning, you are learning, we are learning, we are growing together in Jesus' name. So that goes to say, you're not the only one dealing with this. (laughs) Okay, you're not the only one dealing with intrusive thoughts. In fact, I am not the only one, you are not the only one. Paul, you know, Paul, the same Paul that wrote two thirds of the New Testament, Paul also dealt with intrusive thoughts. There is proof, yes. Romans seven eighteen tells us, I'm reading this in NLT because I think it's a simpler version. This can be a, quite a finicky, a tricky thing to read. Uh, Romans seven eighteen, And I know that nothing good lives in me. That is my sinful nature. I want to do what is right, but I can't. I want to do what is good, but I don't. I don't want to do what is wrong, but I do it anyway. 
But if I do what I don't want to do, I am not really the one doing wrong. It is sin living in me that does it. So 21, I have discovered this principle of life that when I do what is right, I inevitably do what is wrong. I love God's law with all my heart, but there is another power within me that is at war with my mind. I'm going to read that again. But there is another power. Sorry, let me start from 22. I love God's law with all my heart. 23, but there is another power within me that is at war with my mind. And I don't know, guys, if you can resonate with this scripture. This is Paul saying this, but I don't know if you can resonate. That sometimes you feel like there is a war in your mind. You want to think pure. You want to think the right things. You want to be free from the things you did in the past. There are some people, maybe you've left certain things in the past. Maybe it's lust. Maybe it's addictions. But then the thoughts keep coming up in your mind and you feel like it's a war that, God, I don't want to think these things. I don't want to desire these things. I don't want to be tempted by these things, but they keep coming back. What can I do? So let me continue. But there is another power within me that is at war with my mind. This power makes me a slave to sin that is still within me. Oh, what a miserable person I am. Who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? So we're just going to read this part. Thank God the answer is in Jesus Christ. You guys can continue like it goes to the end. But I want to highlight on that 25A, should I say. Thank God the answer is in Jesus Christ. So this war in your mind between good and evil, between light and darkness, between Christ and the demonic activities, the entire answer to everything is Jesus Christ. And I'm sure most of us know this. That's why we, you know, we pray against dark thoughts. We came out of that life because we know that's not what Jesus wants for us. But this says it all, that there is freedom in this. Who will free me? Jesus. So you can be free. I'm not saying that it's a one day thing. It could be if that's your testimony, amen. But for most of us, it's not like that. It is a gradual process of renewing your mind. A gradual process. But it's not impossible. And you have to know, most of these thoughts are not your own. And that's the reason you need to be careful because the devil can make you feel condemned over things that are not even your own. Sometimes you know that you've overcome the sin, but then the devil will put seeds in your mind and he'll put reminders of what you've done in your past. God is forgiving you. You have overcome, but he will still remind you because he wants you to reflect back to your past because he knows if you're focusing behind you, you can't walk forward. You cannot focus on the future God has for you because you're too busy focusing on what you have done in the past. Although that is the past, you have been forgiven. That guilt that you're feeling is not of God. I think I've mentioned this in the last season, but there is a difference between conviction and condemnation. Conviction is, I've done something wrong. Holy Spirit will convict you that if anyone what you have done is wrong, go to your father and ask for forgiveness. You're good. And then you now work your way to live a life that is in Christ. Now, condemnation is, I have done something wrong. I'm a horrible person. I'm going to hell. I don't deserve forgiveness. That is condemnation. That is not of God. That is of the devil. Conviction is of God. Condemnation is of the devil. So if you're having these thoughts and you know that you don't desire these thoughts, you're not purposely thinking of these things. They're intrusive. That is what intrusive means. They come into you unannounced, um, unwelcomed. They come into your mind unwelcomed, uninvited. You know these thoughts are not your own. But you still feel like, you know, you're a sinful person, you're a horrible person. And that's exactly what Paul is saying. I mean, if Paul is feeling that way, then we're not so weird, are we? (laughs) We're not such horrible people, then are we? And that's what the enemy will lie to you and he'll tell you that you're a horrible person, that you're wicked, that you're evil. But these are not your thoughts. 
these are the thoughts that he puts in you. And of course, that doesn't mean, oh, they're not my thoughts. Let me leave them. No, you will chase them out. And that's what this episode is about. But the first thing I want you to understand is do not allow the devil to make you feel condemned about what he has placed in your mind. Do not allow him to make you feel unworthy of the forgiveness of Christ because Christ has forgiven you already. Once you've come in front of him, God, I know I have sinned. Forgive me. Then you're forgiven. Don't let anybody or anything make you feel otherwise. But then there are also other things that do affect our mind there are other things that do invite these thoughts you know how i said intrusive thoughts are uninvited they may be uninvited but see it like this you may have a door open to your house you're not asking anybody to come in but the fact that the door is open you should be sure that somebody good or bad will enter and most likely bad because good people don't just enter people's houses anyhow they don't just enter anyhow it's usually the bad and the demons and so I want to ask you guys this question. These thoughts that are appearing in your mind, I don't know what kind, they could be dark, they could be criminal-like, they could be violent, they could be lustful, I have no idea. There could be something that you've been picturing in your mind for I don't know how long, and you may not even be able to utter it to anybody you know. Maybe it's between just you and God. But I just want to ask you guys this question. The things you're watching the things you are hearing, the things you are surrounding yourself, the things you are feeding your gates, that's your eye gates, your ear gates, your heart gate, do you think they are a cause for these thoughts? Do you think they are encouraging these thoughts? And I say that because Matthew 6, 22 tells us, your eye is like a lamp that provides light for the body. When your eye is healthy, your body is filled with light. But when your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is. So the things you allow yourself to consume will infiltrate and infect your entire body, your mind included. If you are really trying to battle lust, but you are consuming music, you are watching movies and shows where they are graphically showing sexually explicit content. And then later down the line, you are seeing things in your mind, you are feeling things that you know you should not be feeling. And you are condemning them, your compassion, God forbid that I take captive every thought. We're going to quote that scripture. I take captive every thought. But then you're feeding your eyes and your ears, you're feeding your soul with things that are encouraging these thoughts. You cannot be doing one thing to chase out those thoughts and another thing to encourage those thoughts. You're going to be in the same. Nothing will change. Nothing will get better. There was this girl I was listening to today. Um, I really like her YouTube channel. If I remember, I'll mention her name. I forgot what it was. She was saying how she was having quite dark thoughts. Like sometimes you have intrusive thoughts generally, as I was saying. But this had taken another level where to the point where she was having a lot of spiritually dark dreams and attacks in the night. And you know, that means something. I know some people don't believe in demons and all that stuff, but you know, that means something. If you are seeing a lot of demonic activity in your dreams and in the middle of the night, that's not okay. And then the Holy Spirit told her, it's the music you're listening to. And mind you, this is a Christian woman. She speaks truth. I've been so blessed by so many of her YouTube videos. And this video she made is like maybe a few days ago, I think three days ago. And the Holy Spirit told her, it's your music. But she didn't want to listen because she loved 
secular music. Although she didn't do the things they were doing and, you know, she didn't partake. And this is something I mentioned in my episode about secular music. Like, oh, I'm not hurting anybody. I'm just listening to the lyrics. I'm not taking part in what they're preaching. But she hadn't realized that she had allowed a door to be opened through that music that was allowing those demonic thoughts. That was allowing that demonic activity, encouraging an atmosphere for that demonic activity in her mind, in her life. And then she had to come to terms with herself because it was getting so bad. She could barely sleep to the point where she said, you know what, Holy Spirit, I heard you. I chose not to listen, but now I'm going to submit. So she finally did submit. She started throwing out those songs. It took a while. It's not easy, but that's just to say, sorry for that long-winded story. Your music, your music does open channels for the enemy to work. Are you opening that channel for him through your music? Are you opening that channel for him through the movies you're watching, through the shows you're watching, through the people you surround yourselves by? Are you consuming content that is edifying your spirit and encouraging that presence of God? Because God cannot be anywhere that is unholy. So what are you consuming? And is it encouraging his presence? Or is it allowing those thoughts to linger and allowing easy access by the enemy? Cut it out. If it is, you guys be honest with yourself. If it is, cut it out. Because the more you encourage that atmosphere, the harder it is to chase those thoughts out. Don't just hope that, ah, by the grace of God, God, I know I'm doing this thing, but God, please let these thoughts. No, no, no. You have to be active. You have to be active. You need to fight for your mind because as Paul said, it is a war. And in war, people that sit around and wait for them to win will not win. People that sit around and wait to win the war will not win. It's people that fight, actively fight. And that's why there's a scripture that I'm always quoting. Anytime an intrusive thought comes into my mind, this is the scripture I'm always quoting. That's 2 Corinthians 10.5. And I'm saying this because, as I said, I myself, it's gotten so much better, I thank God. It's gotten so, so, so much better, but I am not fully there yet. But a scripture that I have been using a lot is 2 Corinthians 10.5. Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. That's 2 Corinthians 10, 5. Bringing every thought into captivity to obedience of Christ. There are times where a thought will come into my mind. And this happens a lot because I'm on social media a lot and I do like, I create content. And I think the one I deal with the most is comparison. And it gets to the point where I just feel so useless and so like God, you know, I, I just feel, I start saying things that are so ungrateful and just like, sometimes the enemy will just speak lies into you. Those intrusive thoughts like, look at you, you've been doing this thing for almost two years. Where have you gotten? Look at you, look where your mates are, look at your age mates. And then I'm just saying, no, 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 no. This doesn't, this is not God. This is not the voice of the Holy Spirit. And then I say, I bring every thought into captivity to obedience to Christ. This stupid thought of comparison and jealousy, I bring you into captivity to obedience to Christ. And I cast down every argument, everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And I speak with authority because these thoughts will not answer to, I beg now, leave my head, I'm tired, I'm tired. No, no. These thoughts, they will not leave without a fight. And so you force them out. You force them out. This is not time to be nice. This is not time to coddle them. And you know, you know when you have an unwanted guest and you try and make an excuse to make them leave. No, no, no. Chase them out. I beg, leave my house. You have no right to live here. You have no right to be here. 
But if you want to say this practically, some things that you guys can actually do. The first thing I would say that you guys should do, these are, should I say spiritual exercises? I have somebody in our prayer unit that she uses this statement and I really love it, spiritual exercises. And I like the term because it's something that you do on a regular basis. And exercise is something that, you know, you practice again and again and again. I, that's the way I picture it, Sha. So picture this as a spiritual exercise on conquering intrusive thoughts. And I would first say, memorize the word of God. Fight with the word of God. And you know, sometimes it can get tiring. It can really get tiring. So I'm not saying that every single time you can be like, ah, I bring you da, 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 da. But there should be a sense of authority when you say these things. It's not all the time that you have to rebuke, 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 because it can get tiring. And as I said, it's a spiritual exercise, something that you do regularly to make sure that you submit every thought to Christ. So it can get tiring with all the rebuking, but speak every scripture with authority. Learn scripture, memorize scripture, and speak it into your life on a regular basis. The other thing I would say you need to do is to pray and guard your house. Guard your ears, guard your eyes, guard your heart from the attacks of the enemy. Because there is going to be a place, a time when you're actually really suited up. There's going to be a time when you've chased out all the thoughts, but he's not going to allow you to go scot-free. He's going to come back. I don't remember the scripture, but there's a place where it says, when you chase out a demon from someone's life, legions will come and when they find the place empty they will come more like more demons would come i don't remember the scripture but i think you guys if you guys know what i'm talking about so once you chase out that intrusive thought it's going to surely come back the enemy is not going to watch you and say ah she's chasing me away i'm going to give up no he's going to want to come back so in that process guard yourself up with prayer in that second corinthians 10 if you guys actually look up you'd see that verse 4 for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. So our weapons of warfare need to be utilized. And part of it is prayer, faith, the word of God. And that's basically what I mentioned. The first thing I mentioned was scripture, learning the word of God, memorizing the word of God, using it as your weapon. And then prayer as your weapon. This may not feel like spiritual warfare. It may just seem like I don't have control of my mind, but that is warfare. Anything that has control over you is your God. And if you serve one God, you cannot serve both. You rebuke the other. The other that is trying to make itself your God, that is trying to place itself over the knowledge of God, as 2 Corinthians 10.5 tells us, it must be cast out. It must be placed in captivity and submission to Christ. And you do that through prayer, through the word. And then you do the parts, your part in the flesh, which is, Cut out anything that is encouraging those thoughts. Anything. Be honest with yourself. Anything that is encouraging those thoughts. As much as it is painful, if you want freedom, you want freedom, Abby. If you want freedom, cut it out. Cut it out. And it's a journey. I just want to mention this again. It's a journey. I pray that it's easier for you in Jesus' name. But if you do struggle, just know that your freedom is in Christ. You have freedom. Paul said it right there. That, oh, what a horrible life. What da, da, da. Where will I be able to get freedom? Jesus Christ. That's where you can get freedom. And he will give you that in Jesus' name. Don't let anybody, anything make you feel useless or worthless or hopeless. There is always hope. Do you know one thing I love about being Christian? Because I look at some people sometimes. I don't preach Christ because it's fun. I preach Christ because I found this amazing hope faith joy peace love in the lord some people are so lost 
There are people battling with their minds. They think they're crazy. They don't know that this is the enemy trying to bring them down and they feel hopeless because they have no one, nothing to turn to. But you are a child of God. Thank God that you have someone to turn to. Imagine you going through this and you have no hope. If you find, like if you have a friend that is battling some kind of mental struggle, who knows these thoughts keep coming to their mind, their temptation, temptations, addictions, uh, overcome the lust, overcome with things they don't even want. They don't even want, they don't desire these things, things they don't want to do, they're doing them. Do your best to try and introduce them to God because God, that's literally it. Paul didn't give this long. This podcast I'm doing is all to say Jesus because that's the answer that Paul gave us. Where can you get freedom from intrusive thoughts? Jesus. If you love your friend, introduce them to Jesus. This may seem easier to say than do. I know because I've tried and I will keep trying with my unbelieving friends, with my friends that are struggling that, you know, they haven't got the full grasp of Jesus. Keep trying. If you want to see your friend healed, if you want to be healed, keep trying. You get there. Okay, guys, that's the end of today's episode. I must say, guys, the love from episode one has been overwhelming. I am so blessed for every single one of you guys that listen. For you people that know me personally, because one thing I try and do, I don't try and push my podcast on people just because you know me personally. I don't want to seem like a chore. So for you guys that give me feedback that like, no, you know, we're actually, we're blessed by your podcast. It is a blessing to me to hear that you're blessed by the podcast. So um, I'll be with you guys next week. Before that, please, as you're about to leave this episode, if you are on Apple Podcast or Spotify or any other podcast platform where you can leave a rating or leave a review, please be sure to do so. I w- it, w- it would make me so happy because I love the fact that you guys are telling me these things, but Apple doesn't know, Spotify doesn't know, so it doesn't allow them to put these ep- podcasts episodes or put my podcast and show it to other people and recommend it for other people so if you do this leave a rating and leave a review you can help other people also find this podcast because maybe there is somebody out there that is battling intrusive thoughts and your review could make apple recommend it to them and that's how you can be part of somebody's growth that's so so amazing right so yeah leave a review leave a rating i I know i'm being a bit dramatic but you never know you don't know how god can use you okay i will be with you guys next week for the next episode stay blessed have an amazing day have an amazing week have an amazing month have an amazing 2023 bye-bye guys